You are listening to the Hockey Heaven Podcast. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Hey guys, welcome back for episode 19 of the Hockey Heaven Podcast. We're finally done our off-season coverage of all the NHL teams, learned a whole bunch, and we're excited here. It's a little bit through the, the preseason now, and, and we're, we're going to get into our predictions for you know where the teams are standing-wise going to place by the end of the year. Um, how are you guys feeling? I'm super excited for this episode. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's nice to be done the off-season program. It was fun, and like you said, I learned a lot about other teams that you know I didn't I didn't know a whole lot about. And uh, but I'm I'm pumped, man. It's, it's almost time. Uh, preseason's about halfway done, and uh, I'm ready for predictions, and I'm ready to really see what happens and see if our predictions come true. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think a single one of us will get the predictions correct. <laughs> it's just because I'm going I'm going sixteen for sixteen or whatever it is. I'm going I'm going with honey bee. Okay, I don't know we about did you all guys. of them, so it's thirty one. You're going thirty one for thirty one. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Some of my some of my teams are I, I, I went for it. I definitely went for it this year. Yeah, that's an understatement. With that said, we're gonna get into the episode. Uh, we're going to start off by talking about uh, the the new the new contracts were just signed. Brock Besser and Thomas Shabbat. Uh, Shabbat got an extension. Besser signs his extension. Um, and then we're going to jump into the West. If we have time for it, we'll go into the Eastern Conference, but I doubt we will. Um, probably just going to stick for the West because I think we got some pretty outrageous... Uh, we got a lot um, to talk about yeah. for yeah. one half of the NHL. We're, yeah. we're, we're pretty different here in the West, so it's going to be an interesting conversation. Let's start with the signings. Now, these two yep. guys have signed... Basically opposite extensions. Besser with a three-year deal, Shabbat with an eight-year deal, and there's kind of pros and cons to each one. Let's let's go with the best one first. Is it five point eight seven five for three years? Uh, yes, five point eight seven five three years keeps him at RFA status. With and I think it was what's his last year? Seven point five, seven or seven and a half million dollar qualifying yeah. offer, which is uh-huh. pretty high. It allows the guy to walk himself to UFA at a seven and a half million dollar deal, and is um. It's risky for the team, for sure, but you're keeping well, it, him at a low cost for three years. His, the thing is, he's only getting paid 5.875. He'll still be an RFA once that contract expires. Yeah, a qualifying offer of 7.5 is a lot, but he could have got that right now at a span of you know eight years or whatever. Yep. Uh, so I have no problem with the contract. It sucks he missed a couple days of camp, but oh well, his, his dad uh, has been dealing with uh, cancer, I believe, back home, so we got to stay an extra week with him, which is great. Um, he's happy to be back. He's talked about how he loves it here. He wants to be a Canuck forever. And, uh, you know, obviously that wasn't going to work right now. Uh, but three years at 5.875 is, I, I think is a steal, uh, for, for a guy of his caliber. And if he plays 82 games, he's going to put up 65 points, probably 30 plus goals. Uh, and he's only going to get better. I mean, he's got PD as his center. Um, and he's got either Furland or JT Miller on the other wing. Like they got playmakers, they got good guys. And, 
the Canucks have gotten better, and this is a great signing. Uh, it doesn't doesn't strap us for for too long. And if he does if he does get injured and and it derails his career, it's still only three. And like, wow, I, I, that's not going to happen. I hope that doesn't happen. But it's only three years. It's only five point eight seven exactly. Um, he's struggled with injuries. That's kind of the knock on him. But in my mind, great contract, and yeah, he'll walk in the. Uh, another RFA stage and have a qualifying offer seven point five, and he'll, he might get more than that. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what exactly what they'll offer him from there, but uh, I'm not worried about it at all. And I, I love the signing and just glad Brock's back with us. Yeah, yeah so that he, was a fantastic signing. Yeah, if I he mean, chooses to not sign with them, he gets that one year deal and it can screw off. Ah, uh, he he's not. He's gonna resign. Or he's, I think he's gonna, gonna resign. It's gonna happen in like year two. I don't I'm, even. Know I'm what, not worried about it. Yeah, like. I think I think what's gonna happen is he's gonna play this year. He's gonna have a good year. He's gonna play next year. He's gonna have a good year, and, and he's then gonna sign extension that summer. Yeah, yeah. I think, that, I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, and I, this was fantastic. Like I, I think this is just fantastic for them. Like they're they're gonna have money coming off the books in the next couple of years. Yep. Get this short little, um, you know, bridge deal done, uh, and then just extend extend them in you know enjoy your window when well, everybody else is coming in, right? And something that people don't talk about is this is three years, and they're probably going to sign him to an eight-year deal after that. That's 11, 11 years. If we just sign him right now, that's eight years guaranteed to Brock Bester. If we can get this, we, well, we got this deal. If we can get the next yeah, deal done and get him eight years, that's, years. you got 11. And and you got the first three cheaper. So yeah, no problems in my mind. Um, just so happy he's back. So Erickson's six million comes off the books. Roussel's three million. Beagle's three million comes off the books yeah. that year. That's twelve million dollars opens up along with Besser's five million dollars. So you get a lot of money to work with to, to resign up again. PD PD needs to get signed. P, and, yeah, PD uh, needs to get signed. And Besser. So that's that's perfect for them. Yep, I agree. I think it'll be great. Yep. All right, and the the next guy was Thomas Shabbat. This one, it was eight years at eight million, right? Yeah. Sixty-four million dollar deal. This one surprised the hell out of me. This just came out of nowhere. Yes, I was about to say, it totally came out of nowhere. It's got to be good for someone. Ottawa fans, though. Yeah, Great I mean, for Ottawa fans. Ottawa's fans have got to be like, finally, man. He paid, he, like, I don't know if he where earned was this, it. Where was I don't this know a year if, ago? <laughs> I don't know if he, like, has earned an $8 million contract. Maybe he has playing for Ottawa, but. Um, well, he's he's the cornerstone now. That's, that's what he is, and that's he's got to live up to that. And I think he's been very good. But now he's the guy that they're going to rally around and. I mean, he's a pretty damn good defenseman. Yeah, he had a 55-point season in 70 games yeah. last year. He's definitely, you know, going to be their number one defenseman for the next little bit as they retool. And uh, from the Senator's side, I think this is great. You have uh, your number one defenseman locked up. For Thomas Shabbat, why not go with a three-year deal and walk yourself to UFA? Get out of this. Because... Well, get a great interview. Um, it's get a great interview. It's guaranteed money, though, man. Eight million dollars for yeah. the next eight years. Yeah, like that's enough. hard to hard to say fair no enough. to. And no other Ottawa, team's gonna give him that. And it's not like he lives in a slummy city. Ottawa's not a bad city to be in. No. So uh, I, I I get it. I think it's it's good for him, good for his family, and uh, good signing for Ottawa overall. He, he also talked about how he's gonna be the guy, and he's kind of oh, like yeah. embracing that. Where like he's gonna be he's the corner cornerstone, like you said, of of the rebuild, and they're kind of building around him, and they're gonna build for the future. And I think he probably like that he's gonna be like the star in ottawa and you know maybe he goes to a different team and he's not really the star so maybe this is just the kind of thing where he just wants to be the guy and he wants to help you know rebuild the city they drafted him maybe you know hockey players are sentimental like that they kind of like the team most of them like the team they draft with and they have a sense of loyalty right so yeah absolutely um all right well there's there's that we just covered that we're gonna jump right into um 
our predictions and such right here. So everybody's going to click. We, we, we made like a, a Google Doc where uh, everybody went in and kind of filled out their stuff. But uh, we've kind of just glanced over it. But we're really going to click here and check it out for the first time where we have everybody's um, where everybody's placed. Everybody, I guess, is the best way I can put it. Um, so I'm going to run, I'll, I'll run through it really quickly. We'll start with Zane here. Uh, in the Pacific, Zane's got... We, so Ve- we all have Vegas as the number one team in the Pacific. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Sure, yeah, let, that, let's do it, let's was... do it, let's do it like that. Let's, yeah. let's go, so in the one seed of, in, in the Pacific, we all got Vegas. In the two seed, we got a little bit of, um, a difference. Uh, Zane's got San Jose, uh, and me and Ben have got the Flames. So a little bit of a difference there. Uh, in the third spot, this is where it kind of gets a little crazy. We got the Flames with Zane. Ben's got the Sharks, and I have the Arizona Coyotes. So wow, <laughs> that's uh, I, wow. I like yeah. it. Uh, uh, we'll see. Okay, so in the Central, we got in the first spot. Everybody picked a different team. Uh, Zane's got the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Ben's got the Avalanche, and I got the Dallas Stars. So this is where most of the um, we got different. We got different. There's a lot spot. of disagreements here. Yeah. So in the second spot, Zane and Ben's flip flop. They got Colorado, or Zane's got Colorado. Ben's got St. Louis. I got St. Louis. So me and Ben kind of agree here. And then in the third spot, Zane and Ben agree. They both got Dallas, and I have the National Predators. Um, Wait, you have Colorado missing the playoffs? Yeah, that's the first thing I know. I do. But, I do. We can talk about that in a little bit. And I have um, them at the top of the central for like that's yeah, Grace that's and I are way off. <laughs> yeah, we're we are it's not like I have them just missing too. I have them and a little bit. Here's down. the spot where Zane and I are gonna be so far apart right here, Grayson. Give it to us. The the wild card? Yes. Okay, so Zane's got the Edmonton Oilers there. What the uh, fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Wow. Just, just to give a comparison here, I have them dead last in the West. Uh, so there's a little <laughs> bit of a difference there. Uh, Ben's got the Arizona Coyotes in his first slot, and I got the Chicago Blackhawks in my first slot. Uh, Zane in his second wildcard slot has got the Chicago Blackhawks. Ben has got the Vancouver Canucks. Yep. And I have the Anaheim Ducks. So. Grayson, what? what? I'm not on that one too. What? Yeah. <laughs> Same question. What the Wait. fuck is that? I think, I think I see where Grayson's coming from with the Ducks because John Gibson made John Gibson. very yeah, well sound on his head and carried But he was so good last year too, and they still didn't make he it. Was he, hurt. Close. He, got hurt. he was hurt. He got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. He got hurt. Um, okay, let's go into. I'm just going to run through <laughs> the rankings fun. all together here. For the for where everybody else ranked the rest of the team, so Zane's the remainder of his teams were Nashville missing, then Vancouver, then the Jets, then the Coyotes, the Wild, the Ducks, and the Kings. Coyotes. Ben so had the Predators, the Blackhawks, the Jets, the Oilers, the Wild, the Ducks, and the Kings. I had the Sharks, the Canucks, the Avalanche, the Jets, the Kings, the Wild, and the Oilers. So I'd probably have Winnipeg lower now because we found out a little bit more about the Buffalo situation and the and line of what's going on with Lanny and Connor. Yeah, so I would I'd drop them two more spots. A bit lower. I I would like to talk once we kind of know what's going on and the season starts. I think that's gonna be an interesting. We should touch to on them about. again. Yeah, we all had but, them in the, like the middle of not missing the playoffs. Like they were yeah. right at the wild card spot. They were at the bottom. They were kind of just there. Yeah. So has anybody like? We, we kind of just went through a whole off-season show, right? And I feel like my opinion of how this was all going to shake out really changed as the show progressed. And a lot of teams for me that I thought were going to be terrible, I had um, epiphanies on I had, after seeing their lineup, talking about their prospects, who's going to be making the team, who's not. I ranked them a little higher. And I think the Ducks are one of those teams for me. 
And I also looked at the Coyotes team a couple times, uh, more updated uh, rosters that they put together, and they're another team that I thought was was higher. Um, another way that I, you know, tried to tried to construct this was I, I kind of ranked all the teams by how positionally, you know, who has the best forward group, who has the worst forward group, who has the best defensive group, who has the worst offensive group, and then who has the best goaltending, who has the worst goaltending. And you got the Avs that far out of the playoffs with that? With that so formula? I actually, I actually put the Avs. The abs actually, I had to move them a couple spots up because I looked at the rankings I got with that, and I was like, "This can't be right." So I moved them up. Like they were third. I think my rankings they were third last in the. They were below the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the Kings were a little bit lower, and the Wild were higher. So I kind of, I, I flip flopped them with the the Wild. I think. So can we just jump into them then? Because I am like that's a team that they both have very high. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with the Avalanche. So why is this team for you guys that high? Let's start with that, and then I'll try to poke holes in your shit. Well, let's start with a man named Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen, assuming he signs, obviously. Okay, I'm not going to even... Yeah, that top line is phenomenal. Agreed. What's the other reason? <laughs> uh, well, their defense, defense is... yeah. Their defense they, is they, terrible. No. It looks bad. You it think, looks bad. They made the playoffs it, with it last year. It does they don't have Ian Cole. They don't have Ian Cole. They don't have Tyson Berry. They lost yeah, but Kale McCarr steps in. It's Kale, Kale, Kale McCarr. McCarr. But he's unproven, is, right? Is rookie Kale McCarr as good as Tyson Berry? No, but it's probably close. Probably close. I think it's a little bit worse. Probably close. Yeah, I'll it say it's a little, little bit worse. worse but, but I think that's, that's still pretty damn good. Getting better. I think Nazem Kadri stepping in for some secondary scoring. Yep. Another year uh, of Grubauer being the established kind of starter now. Mm-hmm. I think that team makes the playoffs, and I think it's not – it's not like just a wild card spot it's a divisional spot i agree so advanced stats has them at 90 points missing the playoffs uh i think a big reason why they missed the playoffs this year is their backup position i i don't know how i don't know how that's gonna they need a, they need a backup goalie um grubauer i think is still pretty unproven through 60 games so i think that's unfair to say there was goalies waived you know at the end of the preseason sure. last year, they can get they'll find a backup yeah, goalie. But this no this problem. is my this is my predictions for right now, right? This is this sure. is how I, with with the lineup they have right now. This is the prediction I have on that second line. I think their second line gets a lot better with Kadri. I'm not gonna argue that, but uh, his wingers, Je- Jose is still a little meh for me. And oh, then, he's he's gonna he's I think he's fine. Um, <laughs> and I think the other one is Donskoy. Is that the other one? And Don Squid could have a good year and play well. Um, but I look at the rest, like, I just, the depth scoring on, on the Avalanche still gives me the creeps. And the the defense is just, I don't know, I, I don't know how you guys can put that much trust in it. Like, to put the number one in the central over the Stars and Blues is, I think, more of a hot take than me saying they're going to miss the playoffs. Like, I think that's I, just I mean, I don't outrageous. Blues, but... Well, even the stars. I I don't know how. I think the stars got better last year, and they made yeah, you know the conference true. finals. Like that's that's insane to but, me, right? Like you're talking about the you're worried about their depth scoring. They got Burkowski from uh, Washington. They've got JT Confer. Yeah, Burkowski Burkowski struggled in Washington too. I mean, he still has 12 goals for a third line guy, and he, he he's going to get third, more opportunity. 12, 12 but he was goals? but he was he was more on the fourth line on, in in Washington. Like he didn't play much. Sure, but he's not going to be playing with much in in. Uh, Some people have him on line Colorado two with, with Kadri. They have Joe's Kadri Burkowski, and then the third line will be Comfort Donskoy Wilson. That's that's probably a little better for me. But and then I mean the third line Comfort's all right. Donskoy, I mean if he's not playing with good players, I don't think he's. He'll the be greatest. up there with Kadri and Yost. 
maybe like that it's just too much there's too much ifs for me with colorado and they barely squeaked in last year and i think their defense got a little bit worse this year i think it's eventually gonna be better but i don't know if this is the year for me i i was with you guys we did their show and i was i was with you guys right i know you're on board yeah and then i i sat down and i thought about it and i was just like i this team scares the crap out of me and I would like. I'm way more with you for like a team like Vancouver to make the playoffs over a team like. Well, Colorado. that's fine with me. So yeah. that's okay. So <laughs> like, um, yeah. I just. I mean, I'm not gonna argue their first line. Their first line is dominant. It's one of. The, it's probably the best line in hockey. And then after that, it's just a bunch of new guys. And how are they gonna gel together? Is you know, um, are these wingers gonna mesh with Kadri? Is Kadri gonna be an idiot? And you know, maybe he's gonna miss time suspensions. Who knows? Have he figured it out? Like, there's just Grubauer. He's never been a starter really before for a full season. He doesn't have Varlamov to bail him out anymore. He's by himself. How is that going to go over? Um, there's a lot of different things with this team where it's just almost too many question marks for me. So it kind of scared me. That's kind of why I put them lower. Fair enough. We'll see what happens. All right, can we go to the other elephant in the room, which is Edmonton Oilers? And yeah, Edmonton. we can go there right now. The wild, wild card spot. <laughs> I will. I will start off by saying, Zane, like, I, I are you get, on drugs? I get, I get the, I get Connor McDavid. I, I get it. But above teams like, I don't even have Nashville, in, but they're above Nashville in yours. They're above Vancouver. They're way above Arizona, and I feel like teams like, like maybe biased, but I think Grayson will back me up. Like the Canucks got way better. The Oilers. Did they? You did have, they? You have did Edmonton. They? You have Edmonton over Nashville. Yeah, that I have Nashville just missing the playoffs. And sure, but you have Edmonton but, in. But you have Edmonton in it. Wild card one. Yeah, so wild card wild, one. Wild How? Card one. Uh, just because I didn't think Chicago was, um, you know, that much better than Edmonton. They they added some good pieces this year, but I I could see Edmonton edging them out in in that scenario. Let me go through this. I. I've been an Oilers fan for as long as I can remember. I'll I'll take everyone back to the 2011 season. Oh, they no. just oh, drafted Taylor Hall. Oh god! Just just they they just drafted Taylor Hall. It was Everly's rookie season. I had hope for this team. It was going to be good. They you know shit the bed, ended up dead last, and and drafted Nuge in 2012. Nuge formed the big three: Hall, Everly, Nuge, and Hawkins. I had hope for that season, and we shit the bed again. The next year... I see a trend. <laughs> yeah. I see oh, it's, a trend. It's still going. The next year, you know, Nail Yakupov comes in. We we were in a playoff spot at the deadline this shortened season. I had hope for that team as well. And it just went Shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, can I, can I just jump in real quick here? Like, Let me go you, through this. Well, Let me go through this. Oh, okay, okay, wait. okay. In 2014, it was year one of Dallas Eagles. For some reason, I had hope. And we shit the bed. <laughs> in 2015 not the year that we got mcdavid it was the year leading up to that uh i don't actually remember why but i do remember that i had hope for that season <laughs> i see a trend every I don't year know why. zane has hope and then they shit but, the bed this is exactly what's gonna happen thank exactly. you for taking us back yeah. in in 2016 it was carter mcdavid's rookie season for the first 12 games of the season i had hope and then he got hurt in 2017, they shit the bed. <laughs> they shit the bed. Yeah. In 2017, <laughs> we traded Taylor Hall and we signed Milan Lucic, and we made the goddamn playoffs somehow. Yeah, crazy. Well, because yeah. Lucic was good that year. Lucic you didn't even just make the playoffs. You you we, made it to. Oh yeah, we made it the second round. We got robbed yeah. in the second round actually, and 
you know, leading into the 2018 season, we were the favorites, the Vegas favorites to win the Stanley Cup. I had so much hope, and it was a goddamn disaster. And yep. 2019, you're counting the days till Shirelli got fired, but still banking on a Lucic bounce back season. I had hope for that year. And McDavid and Drysaddle did their best, and they almost carried us. They were still in the hunt all the way pretty much to the end. And now this year, we're counting the days until Bob Nicholson gets fired, and we're banking on a bounce-back season from James Neal. I, I'm running out of hope. And You're persistent. I'll here's, give you that. You here's, are persistent. My, here's my logic. The entire offseason, I have not had hope in this team making the playoffs. And because of that, the last eight years that I have had hope and we've failed miserably, this time, if I don't have hope, Oh, we will make the playoffs. Wait, but but by putting them in the wild card spot here, you you must have hope. Don't. Yeah. That's the. It's just reverse. It's just that's just my. He's logic. trying to cheat the system. That's what I'm he's trying to do. I'm definitely trying to cheat the system. Oh boy. All right. So let that's me let me just can I can I take this one here? Um, I I do want to I want to actually talk about their roster. So last year McDavid and Drysaddle pretty much did all the scoring. Watching every single game, it was very rare to see a goal not. Like where McDavid and Drysaddle or Nugent Hopkins wasn't involved. It didn't happen often. It happened once every maybe ten games, and I'm not and even what kidding. Is, like it was. Is really Marcus Granlund gonna come in and do that for you now? <laughs> it might not be Marcus Granlund, but it might be Granlund, Archibald, all these new bottom six oh, players that can oh, go. Oh. Our bottom six was so bad last year, and it's, it has been it's still bad. bad. It's, it's still, still bad. So yeah, bad. It's been it's still completely bad. revamped. Oh, bad. but it's still bad. It's still bad. It's Marcus Granlin was a healthy scratch sometimes on a shitty Canucks team last year, too. It's not you. going to be to the point where they're not scoring goals for a good 10 games straight. It will be. I I think you may have the worst forward group in the entire NHL, <laughs> and you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on your team. That's how bad it is. It, it's not worse it's than bad. last year. It's not it worse is. than last it's year. It's right. worse. I, well, I'm gonna, I'll go with Zane. It's not worse than last year. It's the exact same, and they missed the playoffs. And it's, that's not exactly the exact same. it's not the same. It's not they the got same. Neil, Nygaard, they got Neil, Nygaard. No, no, no. Not, 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 not player-wise. No, no, no. Not player-wise. Talent-wise, it's the exact same. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. I think the only hope for this team is if they just they literally cut a whole bunch of these well, older they, guys they and play They haven't even caught their goaltending yet. Like, oh, their goaltending's... I don't... It's... It's Throw it off a cliff. Throw it off a cliff. Uh, and watched, defense. I just watched five minutes ago Jay Beagle snipe glove side. Jay fucking Beagle snipe glove side I, I on have, Koskinen, their number one guy. Uh, I have I have the oh there's his dead last in the NHL. I have them sub sixty points. Wow, we're gonna get Lafreniere? <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah, you're gonna get Lafreniere. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> now Zane's like I'm switching it, put him dead last. Give me no. a Going well, into the is going to tank this year, so it doesn't end up on the Oilers. That's what's going to happen. McDavid's rookie season, I, and I remember saying this. I didn't know why I had hope, but I did. I didn't think there was a shot in hell that the Oilers were going to get Connor McDavid. It, we had had three picks in a row, three first row picks in a row. There's no way that this was going to happen again. There's no way we were still going to be a disaster, and it and it happened. If that's the case this year, it's going. Ah, that's going to really I, suck. I think next year, there's hope. With the young guys and stuff, but this year, dude, I'm, I'm I, I agree. You know great, great troll job. I think you trolled us really well there. And oh, come uh, on. <laughs> I think they're last in the NHL. I think Ottawa is better than them. What? I think Ottawa. I think Ottawa has better goaltending. No I, think they have, I, I, think they I disagree. Have, I, I, I think just by the goaltending, Ottawa is better than you guys. I think they have a better coach. 
I think DJ Smith is a really good coach. I that might be a hot take, but yeah, I I think you guys are dead last. That's this is outrageous for me. That I can't even believe. Ridiculous. I, I you know what? Before I even saw your ranking, I looked at Ben's first. I saw him, and they were like fourth last, and I was like, Ben, come on. That's that's ridiculous. Fourth last, and then I looked over at you, and you had a wild card one. <laughs> so you bailed Ben out. That's what you did. Uh, well, I, like to me, they're they're right around the same as last year. Like right in that they're they're in a hunt a little bit, but kind of not really. And um, I might even move them up one now with Winnipeg's disaster of an off season. Uh, Winnipeg still has Shifley Wheeler. Like they 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 still have guys. Josh yeah, but they Morrissey. Have no they have better goal sending. Yeah, they have, yeah, fair enough. They have young guys who actually may have upside. Like, there's more to like about the Winnipeg Jets. Our goaltending may just be as bad as last year, but our defense is better because it's not injured to smithereens to start the season, and hopefully not sure. during the year. And I think your defense is the only decent. Sure, I think the defense is the only decent part on your team. Sure, I'll give you that. But like, I, I have it like well, and your and your top line, fifth worst, I think. So that's like our that's defense is fifth worth worth. Worst? Wor- <laughs> worth? Oh. Worth? Worth? Yeah, no, I, I have it like fifth, fifth worst. Now you're doing it to me. <laughs> I yeah, it's pretty bad. I think, I think, I think next year again, it's gonna get a lot better because you have more young guys. But right now, I have it. Uh, you got Clef Bob, and then we got. Uh, is Bouchard making nurse? the team? Uh, yeah, Larson's... unlikely. Actually, he might. Nurses probably will be in the AHL to start the year. I mean, Bouchard. We don't talk about Russell Bennett, so. Um, hey, Benning's been pretty solid. Benning's, and as much as plus minus sucks, he's been a plus player in the Edmonton Oilers for the last three years. Like, that's pretty impressive considering how bad our team is. Sure. Okay. He just runs off the ice when the goal's about to go in. Yeah, just literally <laughs> super matting off the ice. No, no, not today. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next. Yeah. I'm going to bring up a team this time. Two sure. of us have the Chicago Blackhawks in the playoffs. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Kind of, you guys are going on the Robin right? Leonard effect, don't? Aren't no, you? I actually don't. I, no? I'm I'm on the Crawford train. Bounce back, Crawford. That's oh. me. For twenty games until he retires. Ex- exactly. And those twenty games is, is what's put them over the edge. You're getting in the plops. That's that's what wow. I'm saying. <laughs> hey, honestly, like I, I don't mind it. They're they're good. Uh, but I still I just don't think it's there for them yet. I think they're probably a year or two out still. So with me. The same thing kind of happened with me. I, I had the missing too when we went through the, this year, and then I've kind of I've been watching them. I watched uh, a lot of their development stuff in camp. Um, I watched a lot of the tournament. There's that big tournament in Michigan where like eight teams go to it. Yeah. Um, and play. I watched that whole tournament, and I watched I've watched both their preseason games. So um, Alex Nylander, size. Alex Nylander looks good, which surprises hell me. He's I think he's gonna make the team. And I think this team's top six is let's, actually pretty solid. Let's not forget they're playing preseason, so they are playing. No, absolutely, other teams absolutely prospects. Absolutely. Um, I watched Crawford play, and I thought he was going to be terrible, but he actually played somewhat solid. I watched Leonard play, and he let in it a couple week goals. He looked solid. So I think that you know, if Crawford gets hurt, they have Leonard, and I think that's better for the mindset of the team. This team's got veteran leadership. They've missed a couple years. I think they've got more offensive potential in their forwards. Boquist has looked absolutely disgusting. He's looked good. Maybe he plays. 
I'm not even. I know I've harped on Olimata. He looks like he can kind of skate still. No, which is a, no, you know, he does. I know. I was shocked too. We the pylon all, has we wheels. No, he's a pylon. The pylon. He's put the shopping cart uh, wheels on, and you can now no, push it around. No, you can no. you can push that that <laughs> pylon around. Okay. <laughs> he's not a mobile. That's what I'm trying to say. He can oh, kind of move. So man, I, I don't know about that. Duncan Keith has looked like he's rejuvenated. He looks good. Oh. Jonathan Taves looks a little bit faster. I like this team. I like him. Duncan Keith um, will be tired by game 15. 15? Wow, okay. He's old. They're ancient, dude. Seabrook and... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm out. You're out? I'm out. I uh, I mean, I, I, I think Kane has 100 points. I think the brain cat, if he gets 35-plus, is... Solid book it. I think Nylander's going to get 40-plus points. Strom in a full year. In Strom, time. I think Strom's going to have 60-plus. I think Tage is going to have 70-plus. I think Brandon Saad's going to have 60-plus. Uh, I bet you Shaw has 40-plus. Um, yeah, right there, that's a lot. That's right. a lot more offense they had last year. I'll give you that. If there was going to be if there was gonna be another team that I would have leapfrogging into the playoffs, I would switch the Coyotes and the Blackhawks. I, okay, so this blows my mind. Because it wouldn't be Nashville. Why is it not Nashville? How? Why? Both of you guys. How? Why do you guys not have Nashville in the playoffs? Zane, do you want to start? Do you want this me to start? This is insane for me. They both, got better. They lost Subban. Oh, that does not make them. Damn it, Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> that does not make them better. <laughs> That's the reason I have them out. I had to throw that in there. They, they, so they, are, they lost one of their best defensemen. For both me and Ben, they are uh, the first spot outside the playoffs. Um, yeah, which is wild for me. It's yeah, just, they lost I, P.K. Subban. Yeah, you know, they gained Matt Duchesne, and that's going to help their offense a bit. But I think they had other options up front where... They, they lost Subban. Okay, hold, hold on. They lost Subban. Where does their defense rank now in the Western Conference? Average. Ekholm, it's not average. No, have you watched it's, Dante it's above, Fabro it's play average. hockey? It's above average. The Dante okay, Fabro is a good hockey player. Good. But yeah, they, he is pretty good. I think I think this is the year that Rene drops off, and I don't see Saros. I I don't th- yeah, I don't trust in him. I, I know he has so good numbers. Why. I don't it's trust Saros. in him. I don't trust in that goaltending anymore. All right, that's a fair. Okay, that that makes more sense to me. If it's Saros, they don't trust. But if it's the defense on this team that you don't trust, like come on, like they're getting they're getting Tol- they're getting Tolvin in this year. He's gonna have. I bet you he has a good year. They have Duchesne up front. They have Granlin for a full season. My thing with their I, defense is that their top three defensemen, LSCOC, Ekholm, in no order, absolutely elite. Top class, one of the best in the NHL. Their bottom three, even with Fabro there, he's still a rookie. I'm not sure if that holds up with an aging Rene. Fabro, to say Fabro's a rookie is... He's he's not like your normal rookie, though. He's older, right? Like, he's... He's, what, 22? Yeah, yeah. Which is like the kind of the age for defensemen where like they 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 figure it out, right? I I mean maybe the first forty games he has it rough, but I bet you this kid has an unbelievable second half of the season. This has been one of the best defensive pros- prospects in hockey for the last little bit. You gotta remember, right? Like he's I don't he's obviously not gonna put up numbers like Seaman, but that's 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 always been the problem with Seaman on this team. They don't need their defense to score; they need their defense to keep the the puck out of the net. Now they have Duchesne. They're going to have to get Tolvanen up front. Now they can more rely like a normal team, whether their forwards can go and score, and their defense can worry about defense. I think, I think it's going to help them so much more. You're not going to see Subban jumping up the boards, making all these picks, getting caught. Like You're going to see Duchesne putting up points, Tolvanen putting up points. 
And I, I bet you Yossi hovers around 45 and the, the next like Ellis is 30. I bet you Fabro gets around 30 points and Ekholm is like 25-ish. And yeah, I think that's good enough for them. I think they get in. I'm not I'm not saying they're they're like a powerhouse this team or this year, but they're definitely a playoff team. Like 100%. It's not even a debate. They have to be. Like, I disagree. Or I just... I, Same here. I think if the Oilers fall off the cliff, then yeah, I think it's a weak the, argument. The Nashville Predators are the next team in that spot. So technically, I guess I would have them in a playoff spot. But I just okay, that's fair it. enough for me. Okay, I, I accept that Zane because yeah, your Oilers thing is pretty troll up there. So I guess the Preds would be in the playoffs <laughs> yes, for you. Up. Yeah, so that's fair. But Ben, like, come on, man. No, I, I'm sticking <laughs> with sticking it. to his guns. I'm sticking okay. to it. So it's just it, for you. It's it's Soros and it's Fabro. No faith. No, Fabro is fine. It's it's Soros and Rene. I don't have faith in her goaltending. Their and their defense. Fabro, he's he's a rookie and well, somewhat of a rookie. And uh, he's only played four games. He's got yeah. He, he's pretty much a rookie. And if your back half of your defense is suffering and and you have no goaltending, like you got to play the back half. You're hemorrhaging goals. Yes. And their offense, sure, they have a lot of guys that are you, decent. I, I don't I, know if they're enough to carry a team. I bet you this team is top eight in goals against this year. They have some of the least goals against. goals against? Yeah, they let the top eight, like, least amount of goals in. You know what I mean? I'm going to write that down here. Yeah, do it. Write it down. And I'll say they're bottom half of the league. Easy. Grayson. Yeah, I I just, I I totally see. I I think they got better. Like, sure. They lost the band, but the rest of the roster is pretty much the same, and they're adding Tolvin and they're adding Duchesne. Like that's that's two pluses, one minus, right? I I don't know. I think last year they they play any other team than Dallas and the Blues, and they get they get out of the first round. I think, I, I, yeah. So wild prediction for Grayson: Nashville top eight in goals against, and that's in the league. And for me, it's the Oilers make the playoffs. For Ben. Mine will come when we talk about my team. <laughs> which team is that? Let's talk about them right now. All right, let's talk about the Canucks, which I the am Canucks. the only one that have in. I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. The Canucks. Okay, I, I'm I'm okay with your connection. I don't think it's that wild. Like, it's it's. Fine. I don't think it is either. I yeah, I it's, I have it's fine for me. Like, I honestly expect them to make the playoffs this year, barring injuries, of course, barring injuries. I think for me, I put them. I put them tenth. So. Um, they kind of just missed, but I have them like one point within one point or tying the Sharks, who also missed. So gotcha. they're they're right there for me. So I, I don't think this is well what well. for both of you? What what puts Chicago in over and Zane? What puts Edmonton? What puts Anaheim for you? Goaltending, goaltending, uh, defense, rookies, oh. uh, bottom end, the the scoring depth. But do we like Markstrom Demko? That goaltending being the least of those three. I think I think Markstrom he had a good year last year. And I, I'm a little, like, I have more faith in Demko. Like, I think if they get in the playoffs, it's going to be Demko that gets them there. I, I don't know if it's Markstrom. But, yeah, Markstrom looked good last year. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's just, can you do it again? I, I, I think he can. I think he's found a – there's a guy named Ian Clark, our goalie coach, who has kind of been a guru. And I think he's finally got to Markstrom. Markstrom's a competitor. Uh, he's a warrior. And uh, he's a guy that – refuses to be beat like he refuses to back down and so i think now that he's he's not get, i don't think he can get worse i think markstrom's a guy that he kind of found where he is and he's he can only get better or stay the same and demko's gonna push him and he's probably gonna play close to 30 games and i, I have faith in our 
uh, our goaltending. And I, I just looked at Zane, your note on my crazy thing is Canucks make playoffs. My actual wild prediction is if, if we make the playoffs and we play Calgary, we beat Calgary. I have no doubt in my mind that we beat oh. Calgary. Easy. Okay. Easy. I mean, Do you the have them are, playing Calgary? The you don't have them. Team, so. Wow. Yeah. They're not? You have them as a third the third spot? No, no. I, the... I'm, I mean, they're not a team that plays well in the playoffs. So oh, they're not built for the playoffs. I'm not sure okay. that's a wild prediction. They're, the Flames are losing to anyone they match up against. Well, I'll take it. I, 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 mean, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, round that, two is round two is better than anything. So, <laughs> that's... I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, I like uh, with the additions we've had with Furland, with JT Miller, with we get a full season of Quinn Hughes. Again, those those are both though great for your top six, but it's the bottom six that I worry about. Well, what what worries you about our about our bottom six? Ooh. There's a lot of money going in there. Did you hear what Brandon Sutter said about your bottom six and him? What? That, they're like, not going to score it's goals. It's okay. It's okay. PD in the in the top line since. Yeah, goals. but he said that he's joking. He's joking. Okay. But he, he he's looked good in the. I was all off the oh, Sutter train. Absolute. But he but he in that penalty shot. Did you guys see the? Oh hands yeah, he on totally Brandon dangled. Sutter? I know it's preseason, but he, like this is a guy that's supposed to suck. Like, and he <laughs> looks he looks rejuvenated. And let's not forget when he's healthy, he is a fine third line center. There is nothing wrong with with Brandon Sutter as a third line center. And if we have either Tanner Pearson or Sven Berchi on his wing, and then Vertanen, like that's a that's a line that could score. I'm like I have no I just, problem with that. I don't that know there. if Tanner Pearson. I think Tanner Pearson is the kind of guy that needs to play in a top six role. And then sure, then throw Berchi on the third line. Sure, no problem. Sure, but you've got J, JT Miller, and then you have Furland, right? So does, so what? Well, well, I guess I'll read you the lines I have. That is Furland, oh, Pedersen, okay. Besser, and yeah. then either Pearson or Berchi, Horvat, JT Miller. Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. And then, okay. and then it'd be Sutter, Vertanen, you know, same thing on the left side. Regarding Sutter, even Brooks Orpik snipes it once in a while. Like, yeah, okay, he made a <laughs> nice move on a penalty shot. Like, congratulations, he's not going to turn into a 40-point, a 50-point guy. Well, like, no, but as a third-line center, like, Sutter's put up, has he put up 20 before? I know he's put up oh. close. Yeah, he's put up 21. I was joking about that penalty shot, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know. No, no. It was, it was, it was not great, but it's he scored, and he's had two twenty goal seasons. His first year in Vancouver, he had seventeen and seventeen, and then obviously he's fell off to injuries the last two years. But when he plays, he's a good defensive center, and he has some offensive upside. He's got a decent shot. He's a guy that's probably averages. Looking at this, I'm gonna, just going to put up a random guess. He averages close to sixteen goals a year when he's healthy. And for a third line center, there is no problem with me. And then we have a guy named Adam Gaudet who can develop. And if Sutter sucks, bring him up. Is Goddard alive after uh, Dylan Dubay uh, killed him, center ice, and then went in and scored? <laughs> yes, he's okay. He's okay? <laughs> he's okay. okay. Just checking in there. Um, okay, so for me, I don't think Barchi's really a third-line player. I think that you can upgrade that. Goddard is still young, unproven. Vertanen, dear God, we know about Vertanen. Um, hey, he's looked good in the preseason. And then that fourth line, man, Erickson and Beagle. Sutter, sure, but... Maybe even Beagle, sure, but Erickson, like... Beagle's a fine fourth-line player. Erickson, yeah, yeah, Erickson sure. sure. Get that guy sure. off the fucking sure. team. Get him off. Sure. Is he going to yeah. make it? Er- Does he get cut somehow? Somewhere? I don't know, man. I hope so. I hope so for the Canucks' sake. And then uh, injuries on your back end. That That's kind of where I, I'm at, too. I don't know if... Well, I think our back end got better. Yeah, sure. They're going to get hurt, but then they we got... got better. We got Fanberg. We got Biega. We got... Like, we're not going to be... Yeah, but bad. as soon as you lose, if you lose Edler or Tanev for me, well, like Tanev's obviously you're gonna lose. He's yeah, going, we're going to lose Tanev at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Myers also has had some subtle injury problems. I don't. He plays like sometimes he plays like only sixty games in a year. So yeah, three of your best recently. defensemen, yeah, sure. But three of your be- of your top defensemen all kind of 
injury scares there. And sure. then you got Quinn Hughes, like, and then and then it's Jordy Benz, Tesher, and Biega, Vandenberg, like, dear God. Right. Right. Well, that's why I first one of the first things to say was barring injuries. Like, if we this have, team stays healthy, they're making the playoffs. They they are gonna make the playoffs or be within a point. Sure. They're, they are gonna, gonna make like, the playoffs. They're gonna make the playoffs <laughs> or they're within like five points. I will 100 agree with you there. But uh, for me, I think there's gonna be some injury problems in that back end. The bottom six does doesn't do it for me. And uh, goal setting, I don't know if they can you know put up numbers a second year in a row. And I'll I'll, I'll say the bottom three doesn't do it for me, but I, I have no problem with our top nine. Um, but yeah. What about you? What about you, uh, Zane? Uh, Canucks. They. I think they're still missing that defenseman, and you know they added Tyler Myers. This uh, year Quinn Hughes. Uh, Quinn Hughes is still a rookie, and yes, he looked good in his five games, but just like Dante Fabro, he's still a rookie. Let's not go overboard. He ain't going to put up 60 points like a number one defenseman He's also yet. three years younger than Dante Fabio. Exactly. That as well. You, he has added Tyler Myers this year, but is he the true number one defenseman? No. No, and he's not expected to be. No, no, no. He, he's, uh, he's not going to be. You, you don't think if Edler and Tanev goes down, he's going to have to play Rasmus or Salina minutes, and it's the same situation that happens in Buffalo? Well, if, if they go in at the same time, yeah, but like that, then they won't make the playoffs. If those two go down for a long period of time at the same time, they will not make the playoffs. I agree. The defense for I'm me, just, like, yeah, it, it got better. It, with injuries. It, it got better, but for me, it's still not where it needs to be for the playoffs. Like, there's a good chance, yeah, PD's buffed up this year, but there's a good chance he can go down again. He went down twice last year. Yeah. Yeah, he's. He actually went down. He went down true. three times. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's but he only missed 11 games in total. And, and like, what? Same like, with Besser. But the thing like, is, like, those PD hits, almost all of them were, were shit. And, like,. And won't happen again. We have a guy named Michael Frillin who, if Mike Matheson ever tries to do some shit like that again, he won't have a face anymore. Like Michael Frillin will be pissed. Look out for you, Sperry. Look out for Kakaniemi, man. Well, that, he's, a, he's a goon. That, he's that a goon. Was, that was just an unfortunate tangle up. Yeah, and just, it, it was. Like, it was I felt bad, bad actually yeah. for that. Yeah, I felt yeah. bad. As but like he only missed eleven games total, and he's bigger and stronger. As someone whose team has employed Milan Lucic for the last three years, that's not necessarily the case with a guy like Frillin. Like, yeah, he'll go hunt the guy down after it happens, but. You know, he's still going to get the slashes. He's still going to get the hits. He's still going to get Sure, he's still going to be hurt. Sure. He's still going to yes, be he's hurt. But he's stronger. Happens. He's figured it out a year now. I bet he misses less than six games this year. I bet he plays I, 75. I hope so, because it's fun watching him play. It's, yeah, exactly. He's it a is. phenomenal well player. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Arizona next? Yeah, yes, that was the team please. I was going to bring up. Yeah, okay. So, um, Zane is the only team that has them missing the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Why are they missing the playoffs? Because with this team, what can go wrong will go wrong. And we've seen it over (laughs) the last couple of years, and and it just derails every time. Everyone's always on the Arizona hype wagon. Like, oh, this team's going to break out this year. They're going to be good. They're going to do well. We've got the nice young GM, John Chaka. He's, you know, drafting Barrett Hayden and doing other weird stuff, and... And having Soderstrom number three in his draft board, great, great strategies there. That Hayden uh, pick doesn't look too bad, though. No, no, it doesn't. It really and and Soder, Soderstrom watching in tr- him in training camp. Yeah, he looks nasty. Sick. He is he nasty. Looks what can good. go wrong with this team will go wrong. And I agree, that's been the trend. But this year, it's over. It's done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> for me, okay. For me, I look at this team, and I, I, I said at the start of the episode, or at the start of the, the segment we were doing that. Um, I kind of ranked all the teams on their forwards, their their D and their goalies. And for me, like Arizona was like the the average marker for me. Like they were like, are you better than the Coyotes? Or they were the bench, better? exactly. Like they were like the benchmark, except for goaltending. For me, 
I think a lot. They had some of the best goaltending numbers in the league last year, and their backup played. Like, if they can get a healthy Ranta this year, and they oh, can that helps between so games, much. that helps so much for me. And I think that I think Ranta's gonna be healthy this year. He's got a long break. He's gonna be back. He's gonna be ready to go. I think if this defense can stay healthy, this defense is really good, in my opinion. Like, um, yeah, they got they have five OEL. Like NHL OEL, players. Chik Chikrin, Goligoski, Yarmolson are all very good. I think Australia yeah. is really underrated. And then Demers is Demers. He's going to do a solid job. And so, he's like, good. It, it's solid. It's a very solid defensive group. And for the run that this team went on last year, when they were so banged up, I just like. I, I'm just Phil Rick, Rick Talkett. Well. Yeah, they're adding real Phil Kessel. Well, that's that's Rick Talkett is such a good coach. He's coached oh, yeah. Kessel. And Kessel, I forgot if you he listen to Chicklets. If you listen to Chicklets, Kessel loves Talkett. Exactly. Like he and, um, and the one thing that people have been saying about this team for a long time is that they're missing a superstar or missing a at least a star. Phil Kessel star is that star. They've had no he, yes, right, right. Star forward, a guy that's going to put up goals. Basically, they they barely had. I don't even think well, they had a guy that scored twenty goals last year. You Phil's guys are talking about Kessel. You guys are talking about Kessel. For me, the superstar isn't Kessel. I Keller? think this year it becomes Clayton Keller. Yeah, like sure. he's in his third year now. He's got two years under his belt. I think this is his I breakout mean, year. Phil this Kessel is, is still very much a superstar. Oh, agreed. Oh, yeah. But but I think you're gonna see Ke- Keller now with a full time uh, Schmaltz who isn't injured this year. And Schmaltz we, is a good player. When he, not... when he came over, he, he was going up, off. He, he he did damage before he went down. And I think a full year of Schmaltz is if they can load up a line need. with Schmaltz, Keller, and Kessel. I know that's probably not what they're gonna want to do, but if they need to, like that is a dangerous fucking line. Yeah, exactly. And you look at their bottom six. I mean, I think Hayden brings a lot if he can make the team. Hayden, Soderberg, Garland, like that's sweet. Okay. Gar- Garland is super underrated. Oh yeah, he came underrated. in and did really well. Yeah, this guy's a great skater. Offenses, he's put up points wherever he's gone. He put, he did damage in the AHL. I think he's gonna do well this year. And then people forget about Grabner. I, I was t- saying he should be trade bait, but if he does end up playing, I mean the guy can fly. And he was hurt all last year. Um, he got Kraus and Richardson. Lawson Kraus, underrated like, too. Lawson Kraus. Th- this team is so well balanced. They got scoring threats. They got playmaking threats. Their D is just solid. And then if they put up, um, if the goalies can be stay healthy and put up numbers, like let's say they split 42-42 and Kemper plays as well as he did last year, uh, and Ranta can step in and play be be, be Ranta that we know he can be uh, when he's on. He, he's a really good goalie. I think he's top fifteen goalie when he's actually on. Yeah, That's, I'm not denying that this roster looks good. This roster this roster looks absolutely fantastic and great on paper, but mm-hmm. what can go wrong with this team? Is gonna go wrong. See now, for the exact same reason that you're saying that, I think they're like due. Like for me, I've always, yep. I've been saying for a long time. I'm like, okay, this is like, like you're saying, Arizona, 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 and I'll bring up Columbus as an example. This was the one year where I was like, or last year's one year where I went, now Columbus is is effed. They're not making the playoffs. I'm, I'm I'm over it. I'm over the hype. And what do they do? They go and make the playoffs. So I think this is the year. This is it for me. Like, I I put them in a I put them in a division spot. Like that's how that's how I think I think this team was one of the hottest teams down the stretch last year, and I think they're gonna pick up where they left off. I think Rick Tockett is one of the best coaches. Is gonna end up being one of the best coaches in the AHL, in the NHL. And yeah, I agree. Um, I think I help. We didn't even talk about Christian Dvorak. A healthy Christian Dvorak, if he can stay actually healthy this year, He's a good player. There's so much. They just need health. Like knock on wood yes. for this team. Yes. They need health. Like that's all they need. And I think they're in there. They're there. Now, I have them playing the Flames. And what did you say, Zane, about the Flames in the first round? Everyone beats this, the Flames. Yeah. And then let's look at the Vegas Golden Knights and their defensive core. 
I mean, I put Vegas as number one. Their defense was 12th worst for me in the Western Conference. It, it looks terrible. So It is worse. It's a good and, point. And, I mean, I don't mean to be insensitive here. I hope Shea Theodore, I wish him the best of luck, but he's dealing with cancer right now, and we don't know how well he's going to play. Uh, the only other guy really there is Nate Schmidt, and then there's just a bunch of I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a young does. guys. That's what Vegas does. They just take sure for two years. But I think that will never. That won't always work. If there's a team that shocks me this year and they miss, it's Vegas out of the West for me. I, I had to put them there because the flurry their and their, is their so forward bad. is mental. Their forward is mental. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's it. That's the Coyotes. They had like, to trade I, with because they didn't have a spot I, for him. <laughs> I think Arizona is going to do damage this year in, in the Pacific. I do. I think they can. I think they can honestly even make a run in the playoffs. They're built for the playoffs. This team is actually built they to win in the playoffs. There. They just need to get there. Like, yes. Their their D will will beat up on teams in in the uh, playoffs. Their forwards they will roll four lines on you. And they have goaltending depth, so yeah. I mean, I had them. I had them wild card uh, too, and then I just you know I looked at it. I looked at the Sharks, I, I, and I like I was kind of going through all the different teams, and then I looked at the Sharks, and this was to be a nice segue. And I looked at their defense and goaltending, and then I looked at their forward depth, and I went, I would rather have Arizona's forwards. I would rather have Arizona's goaltending. Now. There's obviously two really good defensemen on the Sharks. Three really good defensemen. Oh, yeah, Vlasic too. But their bottom three, yikes. Arizona's top whole six is is nice. It kind of This team gives me a lot of like the Carolina Hurricanes vibes from last yeah. year. Oh, and yeah. the New York Islanders. Blues vibes. Yeah, like those three teams. Like they gave me like this team is going to come at you as a unit. They're going to roll four lines on you. They're going to crash and bang. I know the analytics crew doesn't really like this team for this year, yeah. but uh, yeah, fuck it. I mean, every year I think one team that analytics doesn't like plays well and surprises a lot of people, and I think this year is Arizona. Let me tell you, man, if the Canucks get in and the Coyotes get in and I get to watch my team oh, and the team I yeah. work for, dude, it's going <laughs> to make it all worth the last like five years having no teams I want in the playoffs. So <laughs> let, yeah. let's go. Let's yeah. let's have it. Yeah. So uh, I just kind of touched on the Sharks, but uh, for is it – the two is it the defense that has you guys like is it Carlson Burns that has you guys defense and age yeah it's a bounce back year for Merton Jones it's the defensive core I think there's still like a a decent like a few decent guys back there and we touched on the top three being great but I think you know um some X still pretty good there's uh Brendan Dillon is obviously still a fine defenseman like they they have the guys there, they have the experience there, and yeah, they they lost Joe Pavelski. What about their but, forwards though? Yeah, they yeah, lost Pavelski. That, That's huge. Yes, I think that is huge. What Logan Couture showed in the playoffs, um, Evander the experience, man. Down. Yeah, they have experience there, and they're they're. A Can I throw some surprising stats really for you guys for the for the for the Sharks based on their forwards? Yes. Um, hang on one second. Let me just pull it up here. I'm nervous because these are guys that I'm not totally sold okay. on. <laughs> their forward line one, if you were to rank them based on their like advanced stats, where do you think they would come in, in, the, in the league, their, their first line? Well, Which is Timo Meyer, Logan Couture, Kevin LeBanc. It's it's ranked 17th, so right, out, out, right outside the top 16. Now, their forward line two is ranked pretty sick because they got Kane and Turtle there. So yeah. that's, that's the strength of them. Yeah. But after that, their third line, again, ranked 20th. Their fourth line, 20th. Like, but they, the, that, that's why they have that defense, the the Carlson Burns. Yeah, their defense is obviously 
Carlson Burns is phenomenal, but I don't know if their defense is the type of defense set up for a goalie like uh, Martin Jones. Uh, no. Martin Jones yeah, Martin no. Jones needs help. He's the type of goalie that's going to stop shots that he's supposed to stop most maybe, of the time. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe not make those highlight reel saves all the time, but he's super inconsistent. And they have Aaron Dell behind him. And I like Aaron Dell, but he's not going to bail you out halfway through the season, right? He had a bad year last year, but I think the past three years prior to that, he was a perfectly fine starting goaltender. So I think it was just a one-off down year, and uh, he'll bounce back. I I get I get LA Kings vibes from this team this year. You know what? You know, they just you know fell what? off a cliff. Can I make a Can I make a change? Can I make? Yeah, a, are you with me here? I I, I I think I am. I think I yeah. am. I think I'm gonna move. Coming I, and I have them ninth. I have them just barely missing. I don't think they're gonna be bad this year. And I could easily see them making the playoffs, but I think I'm going to put them ninth, and I think I'm going to slide Arizona into that hey, there spot you are. and throw Nashville in wild card one. Thank you, thank. Okay, that that makes that, it a lot I better. Think, about your... You know what? I think that's what's going to do it. I'm the only thing it. I don't like about your 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 predictions right now is Colorado and number one. That's it. That's all. and then we're we're good, man. <laughs> well, that's not going to change. So, <laughs> do, do you want me to help you here? Yeah, I was just help? gonna I was gonna step in and just start doing it for him because he seems to be struggling. <laughs> Um, I am on a laptop, so I don't have a mouse. So I'm trying to drag and like hold, and okay. it's just not going very well. Okay, okay, okay. Now I know that there's there's probably one team left here before we end the episode that you two guys probably want to grill me on here. Uh, I, I'm sure because yeah. the Anaheim Ducks. I, <laughs> yeah, okay. I yeah, I, I just want to hear. Yeah, you want an explanation? No, no, I know what it is. Is yeah. it the young guy stepping up? Is that what you? No, no. you guys probably no, expect me. What is it? To put. Uh, say that it's it's Mar- it's uh, John Gibson, right? Uh, that's, that's probably what you expect. I d- don't see how it could be anything else. It's what? actually their it's actually their forwards for me. That's, would, see, that's the uh, only reason the Anaheim Ducks would make the playoffs is because John Gibson stands on his head and builds a brick wall behind him as well. Like, well, are, no but are you seeing like are you seeing like Comtois and Steele playing? Like, is that Troy Terry, Maxim Comtois, Sam Steele, Max Jones? They get a full year of Daniel Sprong. Um, they had a healthy Andre Cache who was hurt all last year and put up 20 in 30. They get a rejuvenated Ryan Getzlaff, Ricard Raquel and Sam Silverberg in there, or uh, Jay- Jakob Silverberg. Um, yeah, their forward line one isn't ranked very good when you look at advanced stats, but their bottom three lines, looking at advanced stats, is 13th, 2nd, 8th. That's pretty good numbers right there. They have the top three, top four goalie in the entire league in net for them. Mm-hmm. Their defense, I mean, it's Anaheim. They always, um, Lindholm, Manson, and Fowler are going to be good. Maybe Brendan Gould can step up. They have Jakob Larson, Jacob Larson, sorry. And uh, maybe Josh Mahura can step in and, and play well as well. I think this team is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, the guys who you look at uh, advanced stats-wise, like the advanced stats guys, uh, they have them missing by about five or six points. And for me, this team is stealthy enough for me where they're, they're the same kind of thing as is Arizona. I think their forwards are better than Arizona and their D's a little worse, but they have way better goaltending. And for me, that's kind of like a, a good mix for me. I think John Gibson can fill in the holes of this defense. And I think this this um, forward group, if they can stay healthy and, and come at teams as, as a unit, I think Sam Steele is going to have a monster year. I think he's going to be a Calder finalist. Uh, and then uh, Andre Cache, obviously, if he can stay healthy. We've been hearing about Cache for the longest time where this is his year, this is his year, this is his year. And last year, it looked like it was going to be his year before he went down. So um, for me, I'm on the Cache train. Uh, I think Troy Terry was just a, 
a little bit off last year. I think this year he comes in and makes a statement. He's older. Maxim Comtois can bash and crang. Bash and crang? Bash and crang. Crash and bang and put up points uh, while doing it. And then, obviously, I mean, I think this is kind of what people don't really think about, too, right? Everybody sees Ryan Getzlaff as the number one center on this team, correct? He is until he isn't. Let me. Yeah. What, what if Sam Steele is the number one setter on this team and Ryan Getzlaff can play the number two then slot or number three slot? Worse than they are. People said that about the New York Islanders when Matt Barzell was the number one setter and they made the playoffs. This yeah, team, team screams. Team a, this team screams. You know how this I team feel screams New York Islanders. You know how I Agreed. The Islanders. But they still made the playoffs. Now, what I don't like about this team is Dallas Eakins. That scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you, uh, as it should. As okay, it should. I've been waiting to bring that up as a Trump card. I was for gonna so put long. Anaheim. I was gonna put Anaheim in the three spot in the Pacific. And Arizona, I was gonna put in the wild card one, Chicago Blackers wild card two. And then I remembered Dallas Eakins and I went, Oh shit. Okay, <laughs> pivot. Anaheim. Go to what wild card two. You're squeaking in now. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's that scares the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie, but oh, man. Uh, just hearing you go hey. on and on about Anaheim being good this year, and just in the back of my head, it's like, well, I'm about to bring up Dallas Eakins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna. But happen. like, let's let's not like I I don't even know if it's far off to say uh, like Gibson could be the next goalie that wins the heart. Like he could win the heart this year, right? If he plays like he can and he gets his team in the playoffs, he could win the heart. And um. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he could put up those kind of numbers. I, I think that this forward group, they didn't score well last year, but they also are missing this injection of speed and youth, and they are missing Andre Cachet, probably their best forward um, all of last year. They had, like, they, they, they cut off, like, the, the the dead skin and the dead cells, and, and now it's like, it's like a skin graft. Like, they're getting these new, fresh, young kids on this team. Ryan Getzlaff won't have to play as much. Uh... This team screams a lot New York Islanders for me where they attack as a unit up front and um, maybe their defense isn't as good as the Islanders, but they also have a way better goalie in net who can bail them out of games. They have a solid backup. For me, I'm I'm big. I like I'm I'm big in the ducks. I, I think I they're gonna surprise a lot of people this year. Uh I, I see did, what you're saying. Did I did I help at all my case? Did I did I put up a fight at least for you guys? Yeah, yeah I put up a fight, put but up there's a- fight they're, but they're not they're gonna be bad yeah they're gonna be bad i don't care they're nowhere near the bottom where, where you guys are saying that's well, like, one john gibson injury away from being there oh if gibson goes down they're fucked let's not even, <laughs> <laughs> let's well, not what, even what if he just doesn't play as well like what if he just has a 9 12 save percentages here they're still fucked yeah he has Isn't to have 9, like a 12 nine... above average he's gonna have 930 yeah and that's what i'm saying even if he has a nine, i think even if he has a 12 they're still that's what i'm saying it's above average he's gonna have to have like a 935 935 for them to make the playoffs no i think he's just gonna have a 915 he, and he then no I, I think i think how will go well well he'll have really good games and then he'll have games where they just like don't play very well and he'll get lit up and then that way it will kind of average games. out his stats right um but i think they squeak in in that last spot Right, I'll, I actually, so I would be willing. I would be willing to put money. I think Anaheim is a really good team to bet on this year. Like, if you're gonna put money on a team, like, uh, I think, I think the Ducks, and then I think another real good underdog team would be like the, the Blue Jackets for me. Um, Who we will cover? Well, let's, yeah, let's not get into the East. We'll, we'll cover that next episode. Okay, but yeah, is there anything else that we want to, you know, 
touch on before we uh, wrap up the episode. Zane, uh, would you like to take the Oilers out of the playoffs? Uh, yeah, do you want to throw the National Predators up there so I can stop like having a fucking OCD panic attack <laughs> up here? Oh, no. Oh, no. You know what? If I was to make a change to Uh-oh. my predictions, I think I would move San Jose down. and out. Instead can I, can, of the I Oilers? But would you move them to the wild card and then put Nashville and then up in there? Uh, like, yeah, I, I might put... Nah. Does Edmonton should, come out is my question. I, I if you're going to move San Jose... Hold on, I can see either one of the Predators, Canucks, and Coyotes making the playoffs over the Sharks. How about the Oilers? Oh, I still have them in. Oh, saying man, you're I, you're gonna have a tough year. Undying <laughs> loyalty. Okay, is there any teams like that we kind of want to slightly touch on that we think people like have too low that miss the playoffs or too high that? Miss well, the I think playoffs? we should all sink the Jets if if we're talking we're about that. We're all pretty synced on the Jets. We're all pretty yeah. synced on where the Jets are going to. Yeah, I, I think I think. But I think we should sink them far. I think we should like put them deeper. I put them now just above Anaheim, like basically third last. Uh, sw- swap them with Minnesota in mind. Oh, I can't! I can't wait till Anaheim is a good year, guys. And, I'm, and you're gonna hear all year. I told you so. I yeah, told you so. We'll see. It's so annoying. Like, who the fuck wants to cheer? For oh, Anaheim that's why Ducks? you have them so low. They don't no, have Kessler anymore, dude. He's gone. It doesn't you matter. They're still paying him. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, he's fuck still employed by the fair team. Enough. He's still probably gonna be around. Yeah, you're right. Schneider's Schneider's wife will fuck that guy. Oh man! Was I, that ever conferred? Uh, by the way, did that I ever become a thing? I think we just need to end the episode there. <laughs> that's, that's it, guys. All right, okay, guys. We're, oh, we're actually. Man. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to post the, this doc. Up, yeah, I was um, going to say we should we should share with the it. tweet. So when I post the tweet, there should be an attached Google Doc there. We need to hide um, the east. This this will be yeah. We'll hide the east for this week. Uh, next week we're going to be covering the east and doing kind of the same thing. Uh, let us know what you would change about this week to make the east better. Like. Uh, you know, if, if you couldn't like follow along or understand stuff that we were saying, let us know. And maybe we can think of trying to reformat it. Um, it's our first time doing this. So, you know, help is help. And uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, and I can't wait till we can see all of my picks succeed and all yeah, of my picks yeah, fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> with that said, guys, I hope Two you weeks till NHL hockey. Two weeks. Two weeks. And give us a follow, obviously, at Hockey Heaven Pod. If you're uh, listening to this on, you know, Apple, Google, or Spotify, and don't get have, are not following us, definitely give us a follow there. So, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.